You're now listening to the Sultry Sounds of Trilogy Productions. days I'm gonna get you to say yes when we come in like yes see how you what's uh knock it off but yeah we in the building we in the building am I loud yeah you always like cringe at the beginning when I be like no, yeah eating candy and then it was hard on one side yeah oh man don't hurt you too um yeah we're in the building I am VA verse across from me as usual is my Lovely wife smiling. Z. What happened? Huh? I said my lovely wife's smiling as usual. Z. Hmm. What you talking about? I sound like you said Z, and I was like, who the fuck is that bitch? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And happy anniversary to us. Yeah. Happy anniversary to us. It's our anniversary. Anniversary. Sing it again, baby. I'm sorry, I was, I was grooving. That's good. That's good. But yes, anniversary, man. We've been together forever. Well, it feels like it anyway. How long is forever? Uh, we have been together 13 years, and we have been married for nine. For nine of things. But before we get started, thank you to everyone that's been rocking out with us. Rocking out with your cocks out. Probably, probably not. Rocking, rocking out, out with your, your vaginas out. out. You know, it doesn't matter. Maybe we shouldn't rock out with our vaginas or genitalia is out. But you've been rocking out with us, so we definitely... <laughs> okay. <laughs> we definitely appreciate you guys for listening. Awesome. So we appreciate you. You appreciate, appreciate it. You know, I'm a little hyped up. I had some candy with the churn. Is that why you're so hyped up? I think so. I thought you were just hyped because, you know, we have a great show and you like spending an hour alone with me talking. We're not alone with you. We have our guests that come over to listen to us. Our cuzzos. We're going to call them. We got to get them a nickname. They're going to be cuzzos. That's the cuzzos. Cousin. Where's that from? Um, we, I don't know. Oh my gosh. See, I'm taking your movie card. What is it? Poetic justice when Tupac went and crashed the cookout, mm-hmm. and he was like, mm-hmm. "Cutting Pete, cousin." Mm-hmm. See, you suck, babe. Your voice, the tone of your voice was off though. That's not anyway, how he yeah, sounded. Yeah, okay, so it's my fault. 
anyway, accurate well, depiction. Where I'm happy. I don't know which boy since he won it. I am happy. See, he always acting up when he get around company. I, I tell you, but we appreciate you guys for listening to us. But back to it. It's our anniversary. We've yeah. been together for one long time. Nine years married. How many years? I told you. What do you mean? I said it in the beginning of the podcast. I said 13 years together. Oh, I knew that. Nine years married. You so you don't listen to me. It's okay. I knew you said that. We had a podcast about that too. Oh, wow. That is cool. Yeah, go check out another episode <laughs> called Verse Doesn't Listen. Yeah, definitely check that one out. So yeah, like you were saying, shout out to everybody. And, you know, we have been married for nine years. Um, it'd be like super, it'd be like super cool and like smooth if we was to like tell y'all like yo we didn't do our, our episode didn't come out on sunday because it's our anniversary on tuesday and we wanted to do an episode on our anniversary but we'd be lying <laughs> we actually just a situation where i your boy left some equipment at the studio which he never does he never yeah. leaves his equipment ever and this is just one of the times that he did but it's cool it's fine that we get to hang out with you guys for a little bit on the anniversary tip Closer to the mic, baby. Yeah, you gotta put your mouth on it. Like this, really? Yeah. For reals? Um. So yeah, we. <laughs> so yeah, that situation happened. So we didn't record, and here we are. I guess everything happens for a reason. Here we are on our anniversary. Happy anniversary, baby. Happy anniversary, my love <laughs> Um, nine years. So tell the people how you propose to moi. Do you remember? Yeah. I think we talked about this on another episode. But we'll spare y'all for all those that hadn't hadn't listened to it yet. Um, I proposed to you. Um, I went and I bought a ring. Mm-hmm. And we, at that point in time, had our money pot uh, pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cash. And I came home and I... Sat you down in the room, and I made the most serious face that I could make. Because I was getting dressed, because we were on our way out. Mm -hmm. Because you, the funny part, I'm sorry not to answer the story. The funny part about us is that the day that you asked me to be your girlfriend is the day that you asked me to be your wife, Mm -hmm. is the day (laughs) that we got married. married. Mm -hmm. So it really works out for us. But yeah, so I was getting dressed anyway. To so because we had uh I'm sorry I'm all over the place I'm stuttering uh, I was getting dressed anyway um because we were going out for an anniversary dinner so yes so you sat me down I sat you down and I made a serious face and I was like babe don't be mad at me mm-hmm. and she was like oh, well what is it Terrell like she'll never be like all right I won't be mad at you she'll just be like well what is it what's going on I'm like don't be mad at you don't be mad at me. I'll try. So I'm like, all right. I spent some money. She was like, how much money? I was like, don't be mad. You was like, a lot of money. A lot of money. I was like, don't be mad. A lot of money. She was like, how much money did you spend to round? And what did you need to spend a whole lot of money on? Because you wouldn't tell me the price, and yeah. we don't need to disclose the amount. And I told, but I told you the price. I told you the price. I said, I spent X amount. Mm-hmm. And you was like, well, what the hell you needed to buy with X amount of money 
Well, I'm not sure exactly how the conversation went down, but I ended up getting down on my knee. But I was annoyed, and I was yeah. just like, why did you need to spend this amount of money, and why do you need to tell me now? Mm-hmm. And what is going on? What did you buy? What did you buy that you needed to buy? Because, I mean, at this point in time, we were still young. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, ugh. He is being irresponsible and frugal with the money. Unfrugal. Unfrugal. Yes. Yeah. You know what I meant. You're mm-hmm. not being responsible mm-hmm. with the funds. What the heck did you need to spend this amount of money on? Mm-hmm. So was, it, it was it justifiable? Well, what else happened? So you got down on one knee. I got down on one knee and I was like, marry me. Will you marry mm-hmm. me? Damn. <laughs> What do you say? Damn. Are you happy Happy now? now. (laughs) And I was really, I was, well, I kind of had an idea that you wanted to, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't know when it was going to be. So I was surprised, of course. I was really happy. I was like, oh my gosh, gotta get married. So that's how he proposed. And speaking of which, so that's how he proposed. And then fast forward to May 28th, 2010, mm-hmm. we went to Vegas. And you know what? A lot of people I have just realized is that a lot of people have gone to Vegas to go get married. I really didn't know that. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, because like, I've never been. No, personally? Yeah. Like, I've never been ashamed the, to say that we went to Vegas to get married, it was actually. I mean, we were super young. We didn't have that much money. I think the the main thing that we maybe have spent a lot of money on was for my dress, and we didn't even spend a whole lot of money on my dress. I'm just not a shopper. I'm not a shopper. I'm not into. Oh, let me get my earrings and mm-hmm. let me go get this expensive ass dress. Like it's just never been my thing, and it's not you know anything bad for. Those who like to shop. I mean, my daughter, L Boogie, she just turned five. Um, but she loves shoes. She definitely did not get that from me. I hate you said shopping. she you said when she um when she be looking at old pictures, she'd be pointing out what shoes she had on. Yeah. because um, I was showing her some old pictures from on her birthdays previous and she's like, Ooh, look at those shoes. Oh, those shoes are pretty. And I was just like, you're not even looking at the picture. You're looking at the shoes. So I don't know where she get that from. I hate going shopping. Shopping makes my ass itch. I just be like, oh my gosh, I want to get in there, go get what I need, and get out. That's why Amazon is for me because I hate shopping. The only thing that I will say that I will take time and energy to do is my nails, which I haven't got my nails done in a long time, but that's something that I'll be like, and even then sometimes like after going for like months, 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 every two weeks for a certain amount of time, that gets tedious. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I gotta go get my nails done, but I love them after the fact, but yeah, so reeling it back in. Um, so yeah, so I mean, the dress wasn't anything too spectacular. Was it exciting to shop for your dress though? No, not really, because remember, I ended up, I think I had bought a dress, and it was wrong. I think it was blue. It was supposed to have been white. Mm. They sent a blue dress. I, think I remember that. And, and it was, oop, it was like right before, it was like maybe the week before or the week of the wedding. We, we found out that they sent us this blue dress. It was like blue, blue, like royal blue. And... 
I was like, okay, well, I just have to find a place to go get a dress. Because we didn't have time to swap it. We didn't have time to really dispute it. So I had to go to. And I just went to this little Mexican spot where they be uh, selling quinceañera dresses. I just went over there. And, I mean, it wasn't really exciting because I had to find a dress, um, make sure that, you know, it fit and it was good. And it had to be in a certain amount. It had to be in a certain price range. Yeah. So it was kind of not hectic. It was just it was just annoying because I had it or I thought I had it done, um, and it was incorrect. And that's what I get for ordering a dress online. I learned my lesson. But yeah, so no, I mean it was quick. I went to one. You store. kept that dress, right? My wedding dress, the blue one. I have no idea where it's at. I mean, after we I moved a couple somewhere. times, uh, I remember seeing. Didn't it have sh- like a little like a little shawl thing? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, so it wasn't that bad. I mean, I was glad that I only went to one store and they had a dress and it fit and it was in our price range. So I was like, cool. So, but yeah, so we ended up going to Vegas. But um, yeah, there's another lady that I work with. She got married on the same day as us. And I think there's, I think she said she went to Vegas as well. So there's a couple of people that not, I wouldn't say I know them personally, but you know, they're Mm -hmm. associates. And so, yeah, that they said that they went to Vegas and everyone. The crazy part about it is they always be like, "Ugh, Sin City, can't believe you're going to Vegas, mm-hmm. Sin City." Um, what's funny is uh, everyone's marriage that I know of that went to Vegas, they're still together and they've been together like ten plus years. So I'm like, "Yeah, that's what's up." That Vegas marriage. That Vegas major life. keys. Um. So yeah. So that was how I proposed to you. And then, like you said, we went progressing in the story. We went to Vegas to get married because we got engaged in what? 2000 and. It took us. Two 2008, years? maybe? We'll yeah. say 2008. Yeah, we'll say that. So we got engaged in May 2008, and then we moved to Arizona. You guys, there, there's a whole story on that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the episode is called 3,000 Miles, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so we moved to Arizona in 2009. Uh, events happened, blah, blah, blah. We came, we got married in 2010, in May 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we were staying in Arizona at the time, no longer in Virginia. We got married at the Graceland Chapel, yep. which was pretty dope. I was kind of leery about getting married in Vegas because I knew God dang on well that I did not want Elvis to marry us. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that. Why? I was like, that is, because that's, that's such hey, a Elfie, Vegas also, wedding and I just didn't want all of that. I what was, was like, Michael no. Jackson? No. No. I didn't want any of that. So I was like, no, we're not going to do Otis that. Redding. Huh? What was Otis Redding, the real Otis Redding? Then that's different. But <laughs> I mean, but no, I, I mean, I wanted it to be as serious as possible. I wanted, yeah. I knew I wanted it to be, I knew I wanted it, it wanted it to be in the church. Yeah. So we got married at Graceland Chapel, which a lot of stuff ended up coming with it. Pictures ended up coming with it. They decorated the church really nice for us. Um, so that was good. And the preacher was actually really good. Yeah, he like, was cool. He prayed over us and he said some serious stuff. It wasn't like a drive by, wham, bam, thank you, officer. I'm going to go ahead like and let's get married. Show, like he, yeah, he really took what he did seriously. And it was really nice. I don't remember the reverend's name, unfortunately, but from the Graceland Chapel Sonar, back in May 28th, 2010, he was awesome. Like, I really. 
I really dug him. So he was good. Then we took pictures, of course, and then we stayed at the Stratosphere. The first, yeah. This is our first. Now, this is our first Las Vegas experience. So. There's a fucking, there's like roller coaster and like a club on top of Stratosphere, which we've never been to. No, we hadn't. We yeah. didn't go. Because, I mean, that was our first time in Vegas, so we was yeah. trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. Now, but here's. Go ahead. Would you say that sex is better before <laughs> or after marriage? What do um, you think? It was better after marriage. I agree. I don't know why. Because we went, when we got married, we had to go upstairs to our room to change out of our wedding clothes so that we can go and go out to eat and have a good dinner. time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we went upstairs and your boy she was just, just could not wait. And I'm she like, was just looking good in that dress. And she was like, Mrs. Robinson. She was Mrs. Robinson. Now, like I ain't never had sex with Mrs. Robinson. I had sex with Simone <laughs> Baker, not Simone Robinson. Really? Just go to- <laughs> <laughs> If they follow you on Facebook, they see your name. I can't say you. <laughs> but I didn't have sex. This is a new chick. So, you know, I was like, and hey, like, and this, and sh- and this is have... cool. Simone Baker's cool with me having sex with Simone Robinson. So I'm like, look, we have people downstairs <laughs> waiting for us so that we <laughs> all could go to dinner. <laughs> this guy really did not give a fuck. <laughs> like, he did not care <laughs> at all. So, we ended up getting in. Real quick before yeah. we went. Hey, real quick. It was a long time. They was waiting all day for us. Nah, I'm lying. It was real quick. <laughs> it was real quick. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we went and we got uh dressed. We went downstairs. Uh I think it was downstairs in that hotel. Where's another hotel? It was the same hotel, right? I believe so. I think so. Yeah, we just went to this little spot yeah, and we uh we ate and then they had us dance. They like didn't the, have us dance. There was a little, uh, there was like a little DJ guy there. Like he was playing songs and he mm-hmm. was like, you know, talking to people. And he was hyping everybody up, stuff like that. And then somebody, I don't know if it was me that told him that we had just got married. Somebody mm-hmm. did and he shouted us out. And it was my idea for us oh, to go dance. Oh, your idea. Because uh, I did not want to. Do you yeah. remember why I didn't want to? Because you was embarrassed. No, it was because um, I think your sister-in-law had said that she had just got off the phone with the grandparents, which is her uh, her husband's mom and dad. And they said that Aaliyah, um, they said that um, Brett Smith missed us and she was crying. Mm, yeah. And I was upset because I, I had never left her. I like Not only did I yeah. leave her, we left her with... Um, would they be considered in-laws? Yeah, Not in-laws. Yeah, in-laws. but we had left them with um, you know, her uncle's parents, which I mean, they were they're cool and all, but she just never stayed with them, and we had never really been away from her for that long. Right. So she was upset, and that upset me. Yeah. So I that was think, a rough thing, but yeah. we did choose to um leave. We did choose to leave Leah um back in Arizona. Because, you know, we were getting married and we didn't want to, you know, have our weekend. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that I mean, I say we, we didn't want to have our weekend, uh, our bachelor, or I said bachelor. Mm-hmm. What is it? Honeymoon. honeymoon. Yeah, we didn't want to have our honeymoon weekend be destroyed by a damn kid and be constricted in Vegas. We wouldn't be able to do the things. 
Yeah, I think she was, could, what, two? Two, almost three? So, yeah. So, we decided. And I was yeah. just, you know, it, I was just upset by it. Cause I, and I missed her. And, you know, she's upset. And now I'm feeling like less than so i'm like oh that's my job yeah. but did upset. that but did that dance make you feel better i th- well wait a minute did i th- okay so i talked to her first and then i came back and danced right or no, did you we dance when we... and then we went because i remember i went and i used the phone i don't know if it was before or after i think it was i think you were good by the time we danced i remember the dance being great okay so maybe then it was before then i remember then i remember great before. vibes because i remember i did Talk to her. You remember how you felt when we danced? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's Elba again. She wants to tell me about an earring that she clearly got off my dresser. It is. It wasn't a dresser. She was on my dresser. What do you need? I'm I'm doing a podcast. What you need, man? Um, I know this is Nana because I saw her have this earring. Oh my gosh, that is great. She did have the earring, and I appreciate you. So, we did leave, Leah was two years old, we did leave her in Arizona, and so we can have some damn fun, and that's what we did, but we, yeah, so it was funny because Z is normally embarrassed by stuff like public dancing and stuff like that, like me personally, going back to the proposal, I wish I could have proposed in her, like, in front of a bunch of people, and, or like, you know, saying something like that, but she's not down with that. No, uh, I mean, if that's what you decide to do now, then that's what you decide to do. I just don't really like being the center of attention, which is crazy because I have no problem with public speaking. I could talk all day, but if you're like, oh, we're going to say thank you to the moon, everybody is smiling and clapping, uh, that shit's for the birds. And I hate when people sing happy birthday to me. <laughs> they ain't just smiling on your face and clapping and singing and shit. I hate that. I hate that shit. I just be like, oh. So you hate it when the people walk over there and be like, hi, everybody. Happy, happy, happy. birthday. This today is Samal's birthday. That's Sing right. birthday with song with us. Happy, happy birthday. I don't know if they do hate do they? I don't know that song. I think that song's whack. They should do. They should like. I'm gonna start singing "Happy Birthday" to you. I'm like, "Hello, no, everybody. Can I have your attention? Well, I don't got no glass with the with the silver. Ding, 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 ding. Can I have you guys' attention. I'm going to sing "Happy Birthday" to my lovely wife. Happy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> First of all, Happy Birthday to you. I'm so, y'all laughing. Yeah. No, first of I'm all, I'm telling no, you, singers. Not. I don't know why singers do that. Why do, why do they do that little crackle? I don't know, but thing? whatever you be like, I'm a saying you. Uh, first, I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna throw something at you. Quiet. I know one thing. Yeah, it's stuck there. <laughs> I know one thing. You're not gonna sing like that. You're not gonna sing to me anyway. You know I hate that. And you know what? Y'all stay fucking singing to me. Stop doing that. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't do it. You know I don't bother you. Anyway, yeah, I just don't like stuff like that. Um, I'm just a complicated individual, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I didn't want to at first. I didn't want to do this little dance, but he was like, "Come on, it's your wedding." Blah, I don't even blah. know what, what song was playing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it wasn't that good. Because I, I remember I was upset because I, I had just talked to, but it's man and I was just you know sad and then you were just talking to me during the dance, so it was great. So it ended up being how great. Did make, how did the dance make? Do you remember how you felt? 
Um, I was a little embarrassed at first. Um, but then it's kind of like everybody faded away. And I know that sounds all corny. It's true, though. But it is. It was like everybody faded away. I didn't see anybody else but you. Mm -hmm. Which is weird because you haven't danced with me in public since then. I remember It's not something either one of us really do. Pops's reception. I tried to get you to dance with me at his reception thing that it was on. And your boy would not dance. No, I don't want to dance. He would not dance with me. And I was like, come on. And he was like, no, no, thank you. I don't want to dance. But he mm-hmm. owes me a dance. I right? owe you a dance? What yes, dance after do. the podcast? No. You owe me a dance with in front of people. Like, yeah, if everybody else is grooving and dancing, you need to groove and dance with me, too. I'm going to do this. Oh, no. no. I don't know what that is. But, called. I mean, you can definitely you can twerk that booty for me anytime. All right, and <laughs> we're moving forward in the podcast. Uh, the Warriors and the Jiggly baby. the Raptors are in the finals in a gut-wrenching rivalry. We're, we're talking about that big-ass no. rump rose you got that shit on your back. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. So, that's what we just wanted to start off with. Just telling you guys. Oh, no. We're not done. With, I know. Yeah, but so yeah, so we got so we got married, right? And we did dance and everything was cool. But I had a bone to pick with you. Okay. I had a bone to pick with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that night, I don't think we did much that night. I think we was like, yo, we're gonna play some other uh, flood pup in uh slots or something, get some drinks. We got like a couple drinks, mm-hmm. got some uh Orange juice and champagne, water from the, the yeah, water from the uh the little Circle K or whatever was next to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Went upstairs, got in a tub, I think. It was a jacuzzi tub. Yeah, the jacuzzi tub with our little mimosas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I got pictures from that. You bet not. I think I got pictures from you in the tub that night. No, see, it might be a different, it might be a different know. tub, but uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we did our uh we. You know, chilled in the jacuzzi tub and everything, hopped out, and then we went to sleep. I'm waiting for the bone. We woke up, you know, the next day. We did our, you know, we started doing our thug thizzle. We tried to rent some scooters, but what was they, too expensive? I don't remember. I don't even remember. There was some reason. Scooters. There was some reason we couldn't get the scooters. I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. But, um, so we ended up walking up the strip because someone did not want to get on the bus. <laughs> Somebody did not want to get on the bus. Now, when we went to, when we were in Vegas, my one of my goals was to see New York, the New York, New York Hotel, New York, New York. That I wanted to go there because I heard it was dope. But we didn't make it because we didn't ride the bus, and someone started to get some hurt feet after we don't walked half the goddamn Las Vegas Strip. First of all, we walked for like four hours. Yes, we stopped in places and stuff like that. Yes. We were walking for like four hours one way. Mm-hmm. We were walking. Mm-hmm. So, and then by the time we decided to turn back, it was like nighttime. No, it started being nighttime while we were on our way back. It was night. Okay, whatever. It was nighttime. And it, did, and it, it didn't take us as long to walk back as it did to walk to where we were. Because we weren't stopping at that point. She was so annoyed. She was like, my feet is hurting. And I'm like, it's okay, babe. You know, my feet was hurting. Yeah, your feet was hurting. You know why? Because we didn't get on the bus. 
First of all, see, you know what? See, this is what happens when y'all come over because your boy be trying to act like a motherfucking ass. I'm not acting because like Because he ass. was not tr- stressing us going on the bus. He was like, you want to take the bus? Because I was you like, no. You, because you already said you didn't want to get on. I was like, no. He was like, oh, okay. You sure you want to take the bus? No, I'm okay. We don't have to. He didn't make it seem like we should take the bus because I want to go see New York, New York. I have not heard you say you want to go see New York, I New said York. That then. I don't recall. Okay. At but all. I, but it's true. I don't remember you saying, oh, I want to see New York, New York, because if I knew I that we were, That's that was we were our, walking so far. Shh, if don't I didn't sh- know sh- that, don't shit me. me. If I would have known that that was the whole purpose, then we possibly would have gotten on the bus. I mean, I wouldn't have had a good time on the bus, but I would have been like, oh, okay. I don't recall you ever being like, oh, I wanted to see New York, New York, blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what it is. Are you so, blah, 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 my story? Yes, because I don't remember you mm. ever saying that. To me, because I would have made a sacrifice and gotten on the bus. Okay, it's cool that, that you don't. Case. It's okay that you don't remember. But anyway, it was said. But I told you that I would take the bus because you try to make it seem like I'm a bourgeois. I did not try to make it seem like you a bourgeois. No, I just simply said like that, that you right didn't now. want to take the bus. No, I was not. I was not. Whatever. I'm not bourgeois, and I will take the bus if I need to. She ain't nothing wrong with the bus. Shoot. Shut up, Terrell. <laughs> and because we walked. That long, which was cool with me. You know, we walked. She was tired. We had to go back. But because you didn't listen to me and ride the bus from the beginning, your feet was hurting. You ain't want to go nowhere. And we didn't go to the day on Nas and Damian Marley concert. So I didn't see New York, New York. We didn't go to I, Nas and Damian. You know what? Your boy is, I think he fit me. I don't think he ever told me about no damn New York, New York. Now, he did say something about the Damian Molly thing. But then I said, okay, if you let me rest, we can always go back. No, we are already back now. We are already back it? now. Yes, she did. Okay. Uh, we, already, uh, <laughs> we already back. And now, you know, I've been hearing about this damn Damian Marley and Nas for the last nine years. That's the real, I mean, that's the real gripe. I had to, I had to, to set up the point why, because you had a valid reason, you had a valid reason why you didn't want to go out. Well, shit, my feet still hurt. My feet had hurt too, probably not as much as yours, because I think you had flats on too. Um, I thought I had sneakers. I don't think you had sneakers on, babe. I think I did, because I remember I had on my green traveling uh pants and i had on uh a green shirt but that means you had sneakers on yes that means i don't always wear those sneakers every time and i know guys because every time i travel every time i get on the plane i wear this green jumpsuit i don't know why and it's huh not anymore i still have it you ain't wear it the last time you flew when was the last time i flew it was a while ago but i did yes i did i packed it and i had it okay See, you my life. Well, you said you packed it, but you didn't. I was, you said you wear it, so I don't know. I'm pretty but, sure I did wear it. I thought I wore it. It's neither here nor there. I'm pretty sure every single time I get on the plane, I always wear it. So I'm pretty sure I did wear it. Okay. Verse. Okay. Well, Z seems a little bit annoyed tonight. No, I don't seem a little bit annoyed because you try to pull me out. <laughs> I got a bone, a big lady. Yeah. Okay, okay. So let's pick the bone. Brother. Don't be. Don't get all offended. Don't you know? Get all. Get you. You know. Your, what? What? My what? <laughs> Put your panties in a bunch. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. Because I'm going to make sure my panties be in a bunch and on. No, in so a bunch go to on sleep. the floor. Nah, they ain't going to be no panty ball. Nope. Nope. No, it ain't. Um, yeah, but no, you know, I'm, I'm not. It's not a serious. It's not a serious gripe. It's just, you know, a, a running. No, it's I'm just a, it's just a running, running joke. 
Mm. You know, because you didn't listen. So when we go back, we either Uber in it or we taking the bus. You get your ass. You, you get your ass damn on the bus. Ubers, man. I think. I mean, some of them Ubers be crazy. Remember we took that Uber to that one casino we had, and that dude was crazy was as like fuck. Russian, I thought we was gonna die that Russian night. Yugoslavian dude or something. He wasn't. He was a white dude. I thought he was No, uh, remember that white dude and he took the wrong turn or something like that? Yeah, and we he was cussing this, out and he was hitting damn, speed bumps too hard. Hell yeah, yeah. the damn dark ass road. I, I just knew we was going to be on First 48. I was like, nah. How the hell, how the hell his ass going to have us on First 48? We whooped his ass. Fuck well, you mean. he scared the shit out of me. He scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh my God, we gonna you die. You have to be scared. He was with me. Yeah. Hear oh, that? Man. Solid, solid steel. That's right, baby. Um, but yeah, so anyways, yeah, so that was a little gripe I had with you. Next time I'm dragging your ass along. Cause we that was and we was acting old as hell. We was acting old as hell. We was what, twenty I was twenty one, you was twenty three, and we was acting old as hell. We didn't even really spend like We didn't drink a whole bunch. I think it's because we went early. If we would have spent as much time as we did later on in the day, it would have been a little different. But but, but not casting any aspersions saying and trying to make it like you did you did a horrible thing and are trying to hold it over your head. Would you say though that that walk kind of put a wrench in some things because we woke up the next day and our feet were still hurting. Yeah, I mean I had fun. Yeah, it was a fun walk. It was a fun, fun walk, yeah. but that walk was like that was pretty much the highlight, not the highlight of our whole trip. Obviously, that was mar- getting married. I'm saying besides what we were there for, primarily that was pretty much the highlight of our but trip. See, like that I walk, said, we did a lot of things that day. But see, like I said, that's why I don't recall you telling me that you wanted to go to the New York. I wherever. definitely did because that's why we were walking so far. I don't recall that was our you saying that because I really do not remember that, and I would have made sure that that's something that we would have went to. I would. I mean, have, I think I said it was okay once your feet stopped hurt. Once your feet stopped I would have personally made sure that we got there. That's why I don't recall you telling me that that's something that you. We might have said we was gonna go another day or something. I I, I remember because I was like, because you were saying your feet hurt, and I was like, well, we need to, we might need to turn back now because. You know we're gonna we're gonna, your feet hurting now. We're gonna keep walking forward and have to walk all the way back. So yeah, so yeah. Next time we're gonna figure out some type of transportation. Like I said, compromise I said we can take the bus. I said we, we can, can do take a, the bus. We can Uber. This, we can fly. We can do whatever you want to do. We need to go. Like to I Vegas. said, I don't recall you telling me that because I I know that I would have made sure that we would have saw that for you. But we need to go to Vegas. anyway, we do need to go to Vegas. Well, I haven't go? been to Vegas in nine years. Since we got married Yes That was the last time I been to Vegas I think it was um, Yeah you went Without me I, I went on a guy's thing. trip Guy Friends Whatever Yeah I went on a guy's trip Serge was saying We need another one too Yep And I'm coming So You can't come on a guy's trip so. uh, First of all You did say I could come Don't try to I said like yeah I, can't go now. I didn't say you can I didn't say I can You can't go I was saying Oh Well I can't come because it's a guy's trip. That's like me going on a girl's trip. You okay? I don't want to go on a girl's <laughs> trip. <laughs> and that, and your girls don't want me on your girl's trip. I don't fuck if your friends don't want me to come. I don't know. I know you don't care. Fuck if they that's do why I, that's why I say you are perfectly welcome to go on the guy's trip. But at that point in time, it becomes the guy's trip and me and my wife's trip. The guy's trip is there. They do what they do as the guy's trip. And we're going to do what we do. Why can't I do what y'all do? Like, if y'all want to go to the strip club, I can go to the strip club. I mean, I'm because, not going to be. Because I want, if I'm with my wife, I want to have my wife. 
I want to have couples, you know, married, married fun. I want to have so couples that's not fun. Fair because like I want to, there's different things. I don't want to go. When he goes places, he'd be, she'd be right there. They go to a strip club. Everybody have fun. Would you like to go to an opera? Where did that come from? I'm asking questions. I don't know. I've never thought about it. Like to go to, to like Apple. a screenplay, like a decent screenplay. Like, what are the type of things that we like to do? We like to go see things, screenplays, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, some certain type of shows, certain type of restaurants, whatever. This all they're came not the out same. No, I'm saying they're not the same thing as what the guys may want to do. We may just want to go to the bar and get drunk. I don't want to just go to the bar and get drunk with my with my wife. Why? Because I want to do something else. <laughs> Like our potential of having fun, like there's funky ass guys trip anyway, and I hope y'all have a wonderful time. No, I ain't being like that. Because you don't want me to go. I don't mind. We can, if we if you go, I don't care. We'll make it our trip. No, then. because you're making it our trip. I want to go on the guys trip. I want to see what the okay, guys then, be doing. Then I want to come on do the guys trip. And y'all do if y'all want to go. See and the, you want to do it. You want to do it, and you're 100 cool with. Me becoming the guy that brings brought, that brings his wife with, to the guy's trip. <laughs> You're fine with that casualty. No, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. And like I said earlier. Why would you? You think you have. So I don't want to go. You would have more fun guys doing the fun guy things me. than doing stuff with not me. Not like that. But guys, when I'm with a whole bunch of people, it's a whole bunch of dudes, we be having fun. Yeah, it's not, it's you not know, I be helping them get girls and stuff. Like, we just have a great time. But I understand. I get it. It's fine. So you think so? You feel like you have more fun doing the guy trip things than doing us things? No, I didn't say it would be. So more why fun. did you I'm say you don't want to do us things? You want to do the guy things? That's what you said. I don't. No, I'm not saying that it would be more fun for us to do the guy trip thing. I just, you know, I just why not? If I'm supposed to be quote and unquote your best friend, then why would I be able to come? But I mean, it's cool. You I mean, I understand and, that you need. See, I understand that you need. Your own time with the guy friends, and that's fine. It's not that either. What you're not understanding is I that understand what you're saying. You said when I come with you that you want to do stuff that we normally do. You want to have. I would us have more time. fun. I would have more if if I had an opportunity in somewhere like Vegas to either go hang out with my guys or hang out with my wife. I would have more fun hanging out with you. Uh-huh. So why would I go do guy things where? Oh, help. Like you saying, guys like me, they have fun. And we help them pick up. Oh, I don't want you, don't want you to help, pick, help them pick up got girls. Why? With the, they uh, need love? Th- they can get their love. love. They can get their love from somewhere else. <laughs> they don't, you're not taking all my attention, all my wife's attention. See, that's what's wrong with you. You want to be selfish. I'm a selfish person. Selfish. Mm. Selfish. That is, first of all, that's nothing for you to be happy about. Anyway, so I'm a that's person us when it getting comes to my wife's time. married because we have another topic to discuss that we've been trying to discuss for like the last three podcasts. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, do the little well. Backdrop. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk about the movie real quick. The Bruce Willis movie real quick. First, I wanted to talk about that and transition Ooh, yeah. into it. So we were we were watching a, a Bruce Willis movie. Uh, what was it yesterday? Day before yesterday? Sometimes it's weekend. Yeah. It was called Death Wish. It came out last year. We were watching it on one of our stream, many streaming services that we have. <laughs> and basically, in this movie, the uh, Bruce Willis was a doctor, a uh, surgeon, mm-hmm. and his wife 
he had a wife and he had a daughter. I think his daughter might have been like what, like sixteen. Well, she was applying for colleges, oh, okay. so she may be like seventeen. Yeah, yeah, she, so she was like seventeen or something like that. So basically, something happened. The guy, uh, they were at a restaurant and. I think they were making a date or something like that with somebody saying, hey, we're going to meet at this place at this time on this day. Okay. And they were at a restaurant because it was Bruce Willis's brother that was at the restaurant. So it was Bruce Willis, his daughter, his wife, and the brother. And they were saying, um, okay, yeah, we're in the, they were talking around the valet. That was going to say. And I'm, I'm just saying they're talking around the, to the brother. Now, the brother ended up asking Bruce for money and it seems like he always asks him for money he's kind of one of those people who you know always in a bind or uh, you know just tend to get into some trouble and he needs to get help so he asked him for like two grand Mm -hmm. so when he asked him for two grand they were still talking around this valet and did the valet the valet caught that part of the conversation yeah he was around he was around them. He was looking around. He kind of looked up. He was looking around, but you could tell that he was there enough to listen, to hear okay. it. I didn't, catch, then, I didn't catch that he was catching that part of the uh, conversation. Yeah, because, I mean, they were whispering to each other, but the valet guy was still around. And then he was like, oh, well, remember, uh, we need to meet at this time, at this place, on this day, because it's my birthday. And he was well, like, oh, I don't know if I want to be able to make it. And it was like, okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, he was like, so... Um, when the valet dude pulled up, cause I, yeah, the valet dude had just, so this is, this is how I think maybe I'm wrong, but this is how I remember it. They were staying outside. They were asking, they were asking about the money. He was talking about the money, blah, blah, blah. He agreed to give him the money. And then the guy, then the valet pulled up, got out the car. And when he got out the car, the brother said, he's the one with the money. And then that's when he said something to the valet guy. The valet guy went and picked up. Uh, he or uh, he, they said, All right, remember, we going to the place at this time, that time, you know. Yeah, but to me, that's not going to just make someone him saying oh, he has the money, that means he's going to pay for whatever the transition yeah. is. That's not necessarily saying that he has money. That's why I feel like he was there or somewhere in yeah. earshot when he asked and then he him gave for him the keys grand. and he went to go get the car or something like that yeah, yeah so. i don't know anyway that's that's very not that's a very insignificant well i feel uh, like as far as this, as far as like whether or not he was he he heard he heard and he 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 realized that dude has money then he realized that they were going out on a date that night am i just saying something wrong they realized he wasn't gonna that they weren't gonna be yeah, home. Yeah, he realized they weren't gonna be home because they said they were gonna go out on this day at that time, whatever. He went to get their car and he pulled up their address on the GPS, took a picture of it, boom. So fast forward, they supposed to go out that night, but like we said, Bruce Willis' character was a surgeon. So he got called in for surgery and he had to go in. It was also it was also his birthday. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to go out to celebrate his birthday. So they ended up not going out. He went to go do surgery at uh, the hospital. The wife and the daughter stayed home to bake him a cake. And then the wife started noticing like weird stuff. She noticed there was a draft in the house. Then she noticed the window was open. This was they had just came back home from shopping. And the daughter was upstairs looking for an iPad or something like that. And then she started looking for a charger. Yeah, and then she started looking for a charger. So the mom noticed the window was open. 
she closed the window and she was suspicious, which I liked about the movie. I liked the fact that she didn't like, I hate when movies do that. Your window's open. Your window's never open. It's probably a window that's never open. Mm-hmm. Like that window's never open. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Close it. Yeah. Anyways. Da, 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 da. Like, no, she was like super suspicious. Like, okay. Like she wasn't like, I know something's wrong, mm-hmm. but she was like, that seems weird. She started looking around and she noticed, she noticed a uh, dirt. Feet print. Yeah, because when she closed the window, she looked side to side, and then she locked the window, and then she walked back to the kitchen where she was at. But when she looked back at the door, she noticed that there were footprints, mm-hmm. the mud prints from outside. Mm-hmm. So then she started calling her daughter, and that made me so mad. Yeah, she, she made was me like, mad "Come too. downstairs," and, and she, she didn't say nothing, and she was like. Can you hear me? She was like, "Damn, I'm looking for a charger." Jeez, and she was Shut like, no, "My come mom's down. being so She was like, "Come downstairs now!" And as soon as she said that, the dudes pop out. So there's three guys. They pretty much, they pretty much say the leader. He pretty much says, "Take us to the safe. Give us everything out the safe. You guys will live. Cool. No bullshit." Mm-hmm. Of course, and there to has be to honest, be. I'm though. sorry to interrupt you, but to, and to be honest, the you have to kind of weigh the situation um you know because you don't you have to weigh whether you're going to fight or if you're going to do it you know do what they say or leave you can kind of know if you're gonna live out of the situation Mm -hmm. and two out of three of the guys seemed like they were just there for the money yeah they were not there for no ass they were not there to hurt them because they they were were there to get the money because they were because they were initially supposed to be there when nobody was home right and that was a whole purpose Mm -hmm. because when the guy heard that they weren't going to be there he was like cool so you could tell that clearly they did not want to but then of course you got a third one who trying to be nasty so uh, but yeah so of course there's always the weird guy who wants to take it do the extras and he wanted to he wanted to pretty much rape the the daughter so um at some point in time she she stabbed him with like a knife or something like that well they one of the guys take the mom upstairs and they was like look if you just give me the the you know whatever like you said then you'll live so he takes her upstairs and she couldn't figure out the number to the safe now uh, but it's me, which and she ended up watching it with us. She's like, "Oh my gosh, she doesn't know the number." I'm like, "Well, if you're in that kind of situation, you forget a whole bunch of shit. First of all, you got this person behind you; they got a gun. They like you better not try to get into amnesia now. Your life is on the line." So she's fumbling around trying to, you know, make sure that she knows the the numbers of the safe. Then she's just like, "Oh yeah, my husband has this. He has that. Just take whatever you want." He was like, "Oh, thank you. You know, it's kind of you. Whatever." So downstairs, though, one of the guys he's looking for some. He's like, "Where's the rope?" And so he's looking for the rope, whatever, whatever. And In the so kitchen, which was the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, so he's looking around. And so the guy, he's looking at the girl all, you know, some nasty shit. And the, and the other guy that's looking for the rope, he tell him, we're not here for that. This is not what we're here to do. We're going to find some rope. We're going to tie them up. That's it. He's like, that's not what we're here for. To the to the other burglar. So he goes, he looks for rope and stuff. So why he looking for rope? Now you can tell from these dudes that that's not what they're about. But now you got a little Mr. Nasty ass. And the guy, he ended up putting a knife. It looked like a gun, but it was it had a blade on the end. He put the knife on the counter. So then little Nasty, he over there touching on the girl's leg and trying to get with her. So by this time, the guy finds a cord. And so he's like, man, just give me like 10 minutes, man. I'm trying to be nasty. And so he's like, that's not what we're here for. I told you that shit. Da, da, da. Now, in this time, the girl, 
then grabs the knife and she cuts the dude's face that was trying to be nasty. We're going to put a pause there. At that point in time, I was kind of annoyed with the girl because I'm like, if you were going to cut him, you should have done so when it was just you and him. But when the guy came back, everything good? But when the guy came back, he clearly checked the dude and was like, this is not what we're doing. We ain't here to do that. So to me, she kind of put herself in harm's way at that point, because once he was like, that's not what we're here for. He checked him. Then she should just let it play out. But no, she grabbed the knife. She cut the dude's face. He took off his mask. He's like, oh, this bitch cut me. I'm a killer. By this time, the mom and other burglar is coming out. And, you know, he's like, what the hell going on? And he's like, this bitch cut my, cut my face. And he's like, well, that's not what we came for. But she just saw your face. So he's like, fuck it. And at this point in time, she did see his face. So he like, fucking no witnesses. So I kind of felt like she should have just played it out because the dude got checked. But they ended up getting shot. So yeah, when they- you don't want to, you don't want to be the aggressor in that situation. You want to you know, buy your time and wait until you're pretty much cornered or you know that somebody's going to harm you. At that point in time, you had one guy trying to harm you and you had two two people, one in kind of in passing, say no no bullshit, no games. Yeah. And the other we're one actually dead ass check him like, yo, chill the fuck out. Yeah, that's not so. what we're here for. That's not what we're trying to do. So at that point in time, I mean... But, you know, you, I guess you can't tell somebody how to react when they feel violated. She might have just, you know, yeah. been on edge. True. I mean, I, I get that, but... I guess I, I would just, have understood it more like if he had actually did it. Right. And That's what she I mean. Just, you know what I'm saying? And she was just all to pieces. Mm-hmm. For example, put a pause there. The other day we went to the corner store. It was, you know, all of us, me, you, El Boogie, um, Brad Smith. And we went to the corner store and you and El Boogie went and got out of the mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Y'all went to the store. And so there was this uh, old security guard. He looked like he was drunk off his ass like he looked drunk as hell um but he came over and i keep you know a couple weapons in the car you just never know what's gonna happen i got girls you know the kids drive with me so you know and so when the guy came over immediately when he started talking to us we're the only car out there in front of the corner store um and immediately when he came over when i saw him walking over he was talking to us i grabbed the knife and I had it on the side of me. And so, you know, he was talking, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even think he saw, but it's Matt in the back. And so, you know, we were talking, whatever, whatever. And then he wanted to, you know, shake my hand. He shook it for a little longer than he was supposed to. Um, and you know, you just, you play it cool. It was what it was, but he wasn't rude. He wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't mean. He was a very nice man. Um, just telling me that he was, you know, security. I think he thought he knew me cause he kept saying, nice to see you again. And you know, I'm just like, I've never seen you before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talked for a little bit and then he walked away. And as soon as he walked away, uh, you and Elbow, come out of the store but I was telling I was telling uh, Brett Smith that you have to judge your situation because she was all like, oh, my gosh. And he was talking and I was like, oh, I hope he not on no funny stuff because I'm going to have to, you know, call the police. Or I'm going to have to run inside and get daddy. And I was like, well, you know, you have to measure your situation. You always remain calm in that situation. You look around, you know, don't do it, you know, of course, 
you know, where everybody can see what you're doing, you do it slightly. You keep your cool. You talk to the person, whether they're cool or whether they're rambunctious, whether they got an attitude, whether they're just extremely flammable, you always keep your cool because you have to be the meticulous one in the situation. Mm. So I was like, you know, even if he would have tried to attack, he didn't know that I had an ace in the corner pocket. He didn't know that I was packing on the side, you know, or whatever, because he doesn't need to know. All he needs to know is, oh, I talked to the lady. She was cool. Now, if it would have gotten to a different level, then it can escalate to that level. But you have to be, you have to be uh, calm so that you can take hold of the situation. I said, because let me have reacted a, a different kind of way and just, outright came and hit him or cut him or do whatever and the dude could have been like damn i was just saying hello which he was you know like you can't just react to because you don't know what they're there for i was like you just have to feel your ultra situations and that's how i felt with this situation that she didn't really feel out her situation she didn't notice that the dude checked the other dude and was like that's really not what the fuck we here for we get there we get now we're gonna leave we'll go the fuck home so i just felt like that's not what she did but you're well, right i'm glad i'm glad that you said that i'm glad that you said that that you know you gotta be calm you gotta assess the situation because you know we don't want to tell the entire um entire movie but what exactly what you think happens what happens in these type of movies happen basically he he, you know, got hard and, you know, he went and handled, he went, he became a shooter. So, you know, mm-hmm. check out the movie. It's a great movie. It's a dope movie, Death Wish. Uh, it also had our girl Kimberly Elise in it uh, from Set It Off. She's a legend in the community, right? Am I wrong? No? Okay. She's a legend in the community? Yeah, no. What should we doing in the community? Talking about because in the acting, like for black people. Oh, like, yeah. Because cool. Set It Off. and. She- she's straight yeah okay. i don't know i don't she's know she's a little soft and said it all but she grew so she grew some damn cojones grandes that was her role but yeah i'm I'm glad that you said that about um about uh needing to assess the situation because this movie kind of got us thinking about a subject that we had been trying to talk about for a while like you said um a while back uh maybe a month or, so, or and maybe even more ago there was a break in at a Bun B, the rapper Bun B, uh, half a UGK uh, house. So uh, apparently, so I'll just tell the story real quick. Apparently, uh, a guy a guy rung the doorbell. They thought it was they were waiting on uh, like a package from Amazon. So they thought it was the Amazon guy. So she went and she said, normally she looks out to see who the person is or whatever, but she was expecting Amazon guy. So she opened the door, and as soon as she opened the door, the guy pushed his force his way in. But he had a gun. He pointed it at her, and he basically asked her for, you know, to, to you know, he, he basically asked her to get, you know, where the, where the shit was. And at this point in time, Bun B was in the bathroom. Yeah, he was in the bathroom uh, upstairs. <coughs> Sorry. He was in the bathroom upstairs, and uh, basically the guy was telling her, you know, Get the stuff. I need, you know, where's the stuff at? Give me the money, stuff like that. Where's the safe, stuff like that. So um, her being composed in the situation, even though she was scared for her life, one of her main things was that she didn't want to draw him upstairs and to where her husband was, um, which was crazy, crazy commendable for her to be thinking in that moment, like, I'm just going to direct him away so she kept trying to lead him to the garage to take the cars she wanted to take him to the garage to take the cars 
Now, I think at some point in time, she heard, no, some point in time, he heard the commotion going on downstairs. So he was on the shitter and he got up and he went and got a gun. And the dude heard them upstairs, heard him upstairs moving around. And she even shouted, like, uh, don't come downstairs, bun, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, at that point in time, he she felt like he panicked. He went to the garage, and he was he went to go take one of the cars or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, she was in the garage, and she, I guess, she was trying to close. She said she was trying to close the garage door. Mm-hmm. And so the that, guy couldn't figure out how yeah, to start and he, it. And the guy couldn't figure out how to start the car because it was a you know a newer car. He probably never been in some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um <coughs> Excuse me, guys. So he, she went back when she, as she was trying to go back into the house. Bun was coming out, and she was like, "Nigga didn't have. He was not dressed from the waist down." Winnie the Pooh in it. Yeah. Says <laughs> <laughs> so nigga was not dressed from the waist down with a gun in his hand. So he went into the garage, and then at that point in time, him and the the burglar got into a shootout. Mm-hmm. Now, have, did you see the pictures? Mm-mm. So there were pictures. Okay, there were pictures from like the garage and from Bun's car, showing like, of course, you know, because he was shooting at the car. So Bun was shooting at the car, showing like all of the, you know, where the bullet holes was. Like there was like four or five bullet holes in the headrest mm. where the guy was sitting, but somehow he he was ducking or whatever, and he didn't, you know. I think he only got like shot in the shoulder. I, mm-hmm. Don't quote me on where he got shot. I can't remember that exactly. It was but he, something that he will definitely live. Yeah, yeah. So he only got like shot once, but apparently Bun had and his he's, his claims are that he's very accurate. And obviously, you are very accurate. It's not it's not luck on your part to shoot in that spot five times. And it's it never luck. Hit him. It's, it's it's luck on his part to for you to shoot that spot five times and he not be hit. It was definitely. I feel like it was definitely the Lord on. Either one side, because you can look at it that the law was on Bun's side that, you know, even though he was rightfully getting robbed, who knows, cops could have came and it could have been an issue because he did shoot and kill somebody, if that mm-hmm. was the case. And then you can look at it as the law was on the other person, the robber side, because, you know, this may not be his... You know, this could be a wake-up call for him so he could do great things in the community and be this great person after all this stuff goes on, you know? So who knows, you know, what the story is for the person, but the Lord was definitely definitely there, and he saved the dude's life um, with with having so many holes Mm -hmm. in the headrest. He was gunning for him. Yeah, I think the Lord, like the, like they were saying, I think the Lord was in that room. And they also said that he pistol whipped him or something like that. Yeah, yeah, with no pants on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, can you imagine house. being pistol whipped by someone with a dick out? Can you imagine being pistol whipped by Bun B, like specifically? No, like somebody. But I hear, you know. I mean, he, his reputation. <laughs> I don't. I've never. I don't believe I've heard any of his records and stuff. But his reputation. His reputation definitely. You heard you know, international players anthem. Yeah. And you heard big pimping. Yeah. But uh, yeah, probably. But not his reputation, well, not none of the aggressive their actual stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, apparently, you know. He I mean, Bun's, hard in Bun's, these Bun's a respected guy, especially in his city. So, but yeah, I thought it. What are your What are your thoughts as far as um the wife? What's we say, Angela? Yeah. So, what are your thoughts about the wife? Angela and 
her actions, like her her thought process and stuff like that, and what she did. Well, I can I think it's definitely commendable. Um, you to try to put yourself in that situation. You're just like it to me. One or two things is gonna happen. Either I'm gonna try to hold this dude here until you came down and you're able to shoot shit at him because I know we got guns all around this motherfucker. So either I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to hold him off, make sure that I don't go anywhere with him just in case they're trying to kidnap me and until Verse comes down here to shoot him. Or most definitely, you're just like, okay, I cannot have him get upstairs to where my family is my husband is or whatever especially because in that case it's just them two there but in our case you know we have small children so just like when the man came to the car um even though he wasn't a threat and he wasn't being violent i all you always have to think that it could be someone could be violent someone could have a chip on their shoulder this could go really bad so in that case you know with my child in the car you ain't getting in this motherfucker like you're not taking us anywhere um that brings me to another story when um me and uh, me and you know where i worked at that time we were um handing out waters to the homeless people and you know it was me and another lady from work and she was just oblivious to everything. She's like, oh, hi, we're here delivering waters. And everything was all sunshine and rainbows. But I'm, I tend to always be an extra observant person. Mm. And after being there, we're giving out waters. And we were at this huge park. But after getting deep into this park, you know, you just kind of realize that something ain't right. Mm. You just have that feeling. So I tell the girl, and at this point in time, I have Brett's men with me. Mm. I'm okay, we need to go back and start going back to the car. Now, halfway going back to the car, I turn around, and there is a shitload of homeless people following us to the car. Um, And it just didn't feel right. And one of the dudes was hella aggravated, just upset with the fact that we were there. And um, I remember that I took... took, uh, Leah and I told her and I'm like when we were almost at the car I said I, I said you get in the car and she looked at me and she was she was young but she was old enough to understand um, I think she, I would say she was what six or seven and I was like you get in the car and I tossed the keys inside the car with her and I said you lock this door and I'm gonna lock this door and you don't open this car, this door until I tell you to and but with the with a couple of the dudes being so aggressive, I knew that if we don't handle this situation with finesse, this shit gonna go bad because these are homeless people, and most of the time they have nothing to lose. And so I tossed the keys in the car, I made Leah get in the car, and I locked the door. Mm. My thing is, is that you're not getting my kid, regardless. So if they, if that's the if this how it's gonna play out and it's gonna be me and you and you gotta go through me to get the kid, you better shoot and kill the shit out of me because you're not gonna get my kid. And that's how it is in that situation when you put yourself in Angela's shoes. It's like okay, if it's just her and her husband, you're not getting my dude. Like I don't whatever that was gonna happen here is what's gonna happen here, but you're not getting upstairs. So I can definitely see her mind frame. As, okay, well, we have this. We have all this stuff down here. You can have whatever you want. And then she kept saying that the guy was just like, oh, well, what's upstairs? And, you know, what's that? What do, what do you have up there? Mm-hmm. But she's basically like, nah, 
you're not doing that. You're not going upstairs. You're not going to get him, you know? And I, and I, I can see her doing that. I mean, like if, even if it was just me and you here, you have to think like, you know, do you want this guy to die? Or do you even want your dude in this situation where he could, you know, even if we didn't have the kids here and mm-hmm. it was just me and you kind mm-hmm. of thing. It's just like, you know, I feel like, and I've said it on another podcast, I feel like I have to, and I don't have to, you know, protect you. I know that you're a man and you're big and strong and you can protect me as well. But if I get to a situation first, they're not getting to you. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what the fuck you think is going to happen. Even if it's just a fight. Oh, where your nigga at? Why? Nah. We're not doing that. Get your bitch ass out of here. So mm-hmm. I get where she was coming from. Yeah. That reminds me too of a story out here as well. Um, one day uh, I was taking Bud's mad to go bike riding with her cousins. And I went, uh, drove over to the cousin's house and I pulled into the neighborhood and I remember there was a guy outside on the, like standing in his front in his in his driveway on the phone. Now, when I came around the corner, I could see the guy. He was on the phone. He was looking at He was, like, looking at my car, like, you know, trying to see who was in the car or whatever. And I was just paying no mind. I was like, you know, niggas just be standing out, always trying to watch who's in the car or whatever. So I pull up. I go. I'm knocking on the door. I'm knocking on the door. Nobody's answering. At that point in time, I call them. I call sister-in-law and her husband. And they're like, oh, we're, we're already, you know, started the bike ride. We're right down the street. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll come over there. So I get out, I pull out the driveway. When I pull out the driveway, I start to drive down the street. Now, the turn that I need to make is not even that far from the house at that point in time. So I back out of the driveway. I start to pull down the street, and then I can see a car. Uh, a car comes, and it's coming in the direction of me. And it's on, it's, on the, it's on the side of the road it's supposed to be on. But then they, like, swerve over. As if to, uh, like, they damn near sideswipe me. And then the, another car right behind it, like, came in and tried to turn in front of me, like, as to cut me off. To block you. Yeah, right. as to block me. So I, like, moved, I moved to the right so the dude don't sideswipe me. And then I see the dude trying to stop me. And I go to the left to go around him. And I'm like, what the? F-? I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm, and I'm like, so I start driving. I make the left. I get to... The stops the next stop sign, which is not that far from where I made the left at. And I can see them like busting U-turns and turning around. I'm like, what the hell? So I go and I get on the next, I get on, I make a right and I get on the next road. Now this next road is 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 wider, it's a, it's longer, it's more of a main road. It's not a main road, but it's like a it's not as much, it's not a residential road for real, because mm-hmm. it's you know, there's no houses off of that road. Mm-hmm. So I get on that road, and at that point in time, I'm like, all right, go fast. I'm going to speed up. If they turn the same way that I'm turning and they're going fast as well, they're chasing me. Mm-hmm. So I start doing that. I start realizing that they're hitting the corner, coming down the road just as fast as I am. Then I see, uh, no, before that, when I, when I realized they were chasing me, I told uh, Brad's mate, I said, when I tell you to, get down in the floor and stay there until I tell you to come out. Mm-hmm. Um. So she was like, why, 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 why? I'm like, do what I'm doing. Listen to me. If I tell you to get in the floor, you get in the floor. Mm-hmm. So at that point in time, I'm trying to, I'm really like contemplating what I'm going to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? So 
So I, at that point in time, I saw uh, my sister-in-law and her husband. I saw them on the side of the road or walking down the sidewalk with the kids. So at that point in time, I'm like, okay, cool. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pull the car over right next to where they are. Um, and then at that point in time, I'm going to tell Leah to go with them to get out the car and go with them. And I'm going to get out of the car and direct attention away from the car, away from the car and them. Mm-hmm. So I pulled over right, right close to the sidewalk where they were. I got hopped out of the car and I started walking to the middle of the street. Now they start pulling up and they slow down and they come and they, I can see the dudes, they looking, they looking at me and they looking and then I can see one of the guys kind of, it seemed to me like he had his hand in his lap, like he had something or something, I don't know. But then he's like, oh, wrong person. And then they go off and then they just leave. I'm like. Okay. You know, it was funny. I remember that story, uh-huh. but I remember when you told me you were pissed and I don't think, I think you did end up, you were able to say something to them. Cause you were like, when you told me you were like that, you turned and told them, like, you can't just do that to people. You yeah. can't just chase somebody down. You were like, I got my fucking daughter in the car. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you don't know. Or you were like, you don't know what I have. You can't just chase down the wrong car mm. and then you said the dude said something else and then, you know, they pulled off or whatever. But I remember you told me and I was, was like, pissed. Cool. And as soon as you told me, I was there. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't oh, know where you was. I don't, I don't remember where I was either. But I know one thing. As soon as you told me that shit, who won't there? <laughs> Where the fuck them niggas at? I was like, where was the last time you saw them niggas? And he was just like, it's okay. It was the wrong person. No, fuck that. Because what the fuck you did just do was you just chased down my motherfucking man and our car with our fucking kid in the back. Who the fuck is these niggas? And he was just like, no, we not going back over there. I was like, you said that they was at the house, right? You said that they was somewhere close to the house. What house was that? You would not tell me where it was. I, just, I remember I was there rather quickly. I don't know if I flew. I could have teleported. About the as quickly as I got there, but you wouldn't tell me where you saw the map. But them niggas was about to heal some fire in his eyes and some shit because I was pissed. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't. But I was, and I agreed with you. You don't. You cannot just chase somebody down that you do not I don't know. know. Who the fuck I look like? I don't know, but that shit pissed me <laughs> all the way the fuck off. But well, that shit, that, that shit had me. That shit. What had me upset about that situation, like you said, is they don't know what I could have had, and. And the fact that I don't know what I could have had. This is a theory that I have about not being able to trust some, not trusting someone because they don't trust, because you know they don't trust you. Mm -hmm. So this is a theory that I have. Like you can't trust someone that doesn't trust you because they're not going to act in a manner of, of them believing in you and them trusting in you. So the fact that that they don't, that we don't know each other, I don't, they don't trust me. I don't trust them. I could have, I, I'm I'm already in my head thinking they about to pull some bullshit, mm-hmm. like thinking I'm pre- I'm preparing for the worst. I don't have a I didn't have a gun on me at the time, so it's like if I did, I would have did the exact same thing, except I would have hopped out the car with my gun out. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, they see me with my gun out. They don't even at that point in time. Who's to say they even get close enough to notice I'm somebody else? Mm-hmm. They start shooting, I start shooting, or whatever. Now, we done just shot at each other and somebody could have got hurt or died mm-hmm. because I'm because of mistaken identity because you thought I was somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that shit happens all the time. Oh, I thought he was such and such. 
So like I I thank God that I didn't have anything on me because that's what I would have I probably would have done that because I'm thinking they're try, trying to get me. I don't but know I really that they think I'm somebody that's else. What anybody would have done. Like yeah. I mean, I don't I don't like guns. You know, but I mean if I would have had one, if I was in your situation, if I would have had one, I would have hopped out the car with a gun too. They may not have seen it. I probably would have had it behind my back. Just like is there a problem here? Like what the fuck? Like what's going on? I wouldn't have had it behind my back or nothing. Like I mean, I probably would have had it. Like you know, yeah, you're probably right. I, I wouldn't have had it tucked nowhere. I probably would have had it just. Yeah, like, it would have been in my you know hand. Saying, in my but hand it would have been. Side where, yeah. yeah. Cause but, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have did. I wouldn't have had it tucked. It would have been cocked. It would have been ready to go. Cause I don't know what they're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? You know, this these stories have me really thinking. Brad's man's been in some shit, and she didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know it. we had a fire. We mm-hmm. she we almost got attacked by homeless people. Mm-hmm. We almost got you almost got chased down with her. We was in a couple car accidents. Like, but it's me. It's here for a reason. I can tell you that. So yeah, that's true. So before we close out, I wanted to, I guess, briefly or however much how deeply we go into it doesn't matter. Um, I want us to talk about our views on firearms in the house because of these situations. They they arise. I'm a person that believes that we should have a firearm in the house. Now, full disclosure, the conversation we have, the conversation we have, neither confirms nor denies whether or not we have a firearm in the house. <laughs> but I'm a person. I'm a person, a prop- proponent of having a firearm in the house. I think that is nece- it is necessary to be prepared for whatever walks through that door. I mean, not whatever. I mean, I guess if if fucking tactical SWAT team six came in the door with <laughs> came in the door with fucking uh, flash grenades and semi-automatic rifles, you you fucked. Right. But you know, the average the average threat that you expect to come through your door, you can use that to be prepared. And I'm a person that believes that there's there are a bunch of people that believes that guns create violence. Like the fact that you have a gun in your house is gonna breed violence into your house like that's gonna cause people violence you know what i'm saying like just because you have that in your house is gonna cause violence to come your way i don't i don't believe that i believe guns could be used as a deterrent for real for real like for real for real like a lot of situations guns stop the shit say somebody break into my house and they come in there with a knife and i get a knife oh well it's a fair fight if he feel like he can take me with his knife he gonna try to take me with his knife now, if he come into the house with a knife and I pull a gun and go click clack, nigga, what the fuck you doing in here? He might be like, oh, shit, I can't beat that gun. I need to exit stage left mm-hmm. or whatever. Or you're not going to exit stage left. You're going to stay your ass right there. People that's, people that's watching, they don't know. I'm pointing a gun right now. You're going to stay your ass right there. <laughs> and you're what gonna, is it, your finger pistol? Yeah, handgun. Oh. That's what I said. I be telling motherfucker, yeah, I got a handgun, homie. That's my I, two. That's you know my what? that's my I, handgun. My two fingers and my thumb. That's I a handgun. I can never get that. And I always say finger pistol mm-hmm. every single time. It's a handgun, bro. But yeah, nah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, you know, I'd be like, you know, stay right there. I think it, it deters it. There was a there was a friend of a friend of ours. Um, he was telling us a story about how him and his girlfriend at the time was staying in in like kind of a rough neighborhood. And they were sleeping in their bed and they heard some noise and somebody was trying to break into their bedroom bedroom window. Mm-hmm. And he grabbed his gun. He pulled it out. He pointed at him. He told him to get the fuck out of his house. And that's what the fuck the dude did. Mm-hmm. And they never came back. Quick deterrent. 
my opinion is, and like you said, this doesn't confirm nor deny if we have weapons in our residence. Yeah, just your um, view on it. But I personally, I don't like guns. I mean, even though I took one to the head and I'm not dead. Um, I don't necessarily like guns only because I don't like to shoot them because of the kickback and all that other stuff. Um, I'm not really a fan of guns only because another reason is I feel like if you're mad enough with a gun in your hand, stupid shit can happen. And it's at a blink of an eye that someone's life can be taken um, out of a silly act of rage. Um, And, you know, people are hot-headed. I know I'm hot-headed as hell. Like, sometimes I don't think, um, and, and I've seen a lot of people as well, they don't think when they when you're mad and it's, you just get to the point where you just trying to make your point or, you know, whatever the case may be, you're just mad. So I don't like guns because of that, because I feel like a, a temporary issue has become a permanent problem. And, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily like them. However, you feel like, you I feel won't like, say, I'm sorry, real question. You feel like that's a, that's a possibility or a risk between amongst family members in our household? Not necessarily with family members within your household. I'm talking but about I mean, us. Yeah, I know that. But I'm but I'm, what I'm getting to is just like, no, I'm not saying like if I get mad at you, I'm just gonna point a gun at you and be like, What's up, reverse. Right. And you know I wouldn't up, do that, right? You know. Oh, you you crazy. I knew you was gonna say that. You See? We're being you serious. Are a sociopath. Oh Lord. All right. Are. I mean, yeah. people are saying you're so nice. It would have been nice crazy. to hear that you... But I love you. And I don't think that you... I mean, you know, if I ever die, it's probably going to be because of you. But I don't... Wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that you would just shoot me with a gun. But, I mean, you know, you never know. Like, you have arguments with people and, you know, you just never... You know, I don't think us within this household, we have an issue with us and we're going to pull out a gun on each other. But I still think like if something pop off, if you just like, oh, well, I got the gun, I'm going to go get the gun. And then if I got that, you know, chitty chitty bang bang your ass, then that's just what the fuck it is. What you? I don't know. I just don't (laughs) like it. But I do. I believe that guns in the household is necessary. Absolutely. Because of situations where someone's breaking in, um, you know, even if you are not planning on shooting it, which I never believe that you need to take a gun out if you ain't going to use that motherfucker. Facts. But, you know, even if you don't plan on, even if you're trying to wave it around for just the fact that you're just like, hey, I got a gun, you know, get your ass out of here. But I think that in situations like those, someone's breaking in, someone's trying to come through your window, someone's trying to rob you, someone's trying to rape you, someone's cracked out or high or whatever the case may be and you need to defend yourself guns are necessary so i would believe that i'm torn i'm more of a knife person because i think knives get you up close and personal and you have to actually think about what you're gonna do and then you have to have enough balls enough to do it like are you mad enough to put this knife through someone's flesh and most of the time you're not and it's you know it's that up close and personal that if this is about to go down, then it's about to go down. That's the kind of thing. I think you have to think more when you have knives. Um, and if someone 
I'm, like I said, I'm a knife person. So if someone is that close enough to me and if I have my blade and if I'm able to cut you, you're in my personal space and I felt threatened, you will get sliced. So I don't know. As far as guns in the house, I think they're necessary. But I mean, when you have kids, they plunder. That's my, my main reservation, I would say, is that kids plunder. And of course, you have to have a gun safe, and you have to have this, you have mm-hmm. to have that, mm-hmm. um, all the necessities. And then, of course, don't hide it from your kids when they get to a certain age, and they should be able and license. You know, not I don't know if they can get licensed, but they should be able to shoot mm-hmm. or know how to. So I believe in all those things. But you know, before the age, I guess that you feel comfortable of doing that, kids plunder and shit. And that's how they find a gun. Oh, my dad got a gun. It's so cool. And then, boom, somebody's shot. Ain't that how Lil Wayne got shot? And he didn't he shoot his damn self when he was a little kid? Mm-hmm. You know, like stuff like that is scary. Yeah, that's why you got to have the precautions. And then there's a fine line between having precautions to protect the, the kids from, you know, tampering and stuff like that and uh having too many precautions to actually have it accessible to you and you know right. in the in time of a crisis. So it's a little give and take with that um you know yeah I think a, I think a safe is the best option uh a safe with a combination probably is your best option because some people may think a safe with a key is your best option because you can hide the key and as long as the kid can't have access to the key then they can't get inside. But then at the same time, I feel like a code is not something you could just have access to. You have mm-hmm. to know the code. So, yeah, once they get the code, then, yeah, they always got the code. You can't. It's not like you can hide the code, but you can change the code to these locks, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that that's a necessity. I think it's also a necessity to have uh, a trigger guard. Mm-hmm. Trigger guard is, is a necessity. And I think it's like this. Like I said, there is a fine line between having enough safeguards to protect it from your kids accidentally getting it and using it and having too many safety guards to be able to access it in a timely manner when you need it. Now, me personally, I feel as though that it is 100% worth the risk. Can y'all be quiet, please? It is 100% worth the risk of you listening Yes. It is 100% worth the risk of not being able to get to it super fast just so that the kids can be protected. I believe that. So that's why certain things, you know, have to happen or, you know, need to be in a place mm-hmm. when that. Because I feel as though, hell, I'll get to it. It'll be rougher for me to get to it. I'd rather take that than, than my kids shooting somebody or shooting themselves because, you know, I might need it quickly. Right. So, you know, it's just, I mean, put those safeguards in and make sure that you are well-trained, not well-trained, but well able to get to it without having to try too hard. I would say, no, no, I'm just saying saying that wasn't the word I was looking for. Right. But I was, but I'm going to say, you know, take your classes and, Go to the gun range and, you know, when it's necessary for the children, teach them, you know, safety, gun safety skills, we you know, and things like that. So I, I definitely agree. And I mean, for the most part, you know, if you're not no super rich person, someone really trying to steal your stuff or, um, you know, if you're you're not a threat, most of the time it's just somebody 
trying to break in to sell whatever little bit that you have. It's not like it's a kingpin. It's not like it's wide. It's not like it's, you know, you yeah. have these people looking for you. So most of the time it's just safety, you know, and yeah. that's the risk of the risk of that type of threat where you where your handgun the the risk of the threat where your handgun's not gonna be enough to protect you is very slim. Like unless what are you doing? If, yeah. if like that's why I always say like, oh well, will somebody come to the house with AKs and stuff like that? Well at that point in time, what are you doing that that is trying well, people that, much firepower. that they need that much firepower? And why don't you have enough if they need if they feel like they need that much? That's why I say, that's why I say, that's why I say with the whole uh, when we started this, this that our conversation neither confirms nor denies denies it because you can you know walk across the damn door if you want to. The you don't know lock what's on, on the, the other door side. Was not to protect me, it was <laughs> exactly. to protect you. You don't know what's on the other side of that door. So, you know, I think it's a, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a necessity. I, 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 I pray and hope that they don't take that right away from us, as it seems they are trying to do with the fools that just because they loose with who gets a gun and who, who you know, what I'm saying. Which they want to take guns away because they lose with who get a gun. I just feel like everybody's always like, oh, it's terrorists. And not everybody, just the law. It's always like, oh, it's terrorists. And you people can't have guns at the Senate third. And it's like, okay, you do understand this is mainly young white people that have guns or that's doing the mass shootings. It's not the Arabics, you know, for the most part. It's not the Muslim people. But for the most part, when something goes down, that's who it is. So, I mean, even though I have my reservations about guns in the house, I do believe that it's a necessity and you just got to do the extra steps to keep you and your family safe from you having a gun in the house and from the people who, you know, if anyone threatens to mm-hmm. do anything to your household. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I feel like there was something else. There was something else I was going to say right there can't remember oh well so let's go ahead and leave with love because we are about a hour and 25 in um you want to do you want to do our anniversary we love the most the anniversary love we love the mm-hmm. most i have one okay go ahead i don't know which anniversary it was though okay but it was the one where we went to stay at the radisson and we was at fort mcdowell we drove up to Fort McDowell, and we stayed at the Radisson, and we went downstairs to a little um, restaurant, and we had this expensive-ass meal, and fucking the plates was small as shit. And I'm like, man, that's oh, yeah. bullshit. I'm like, that's some bullshit, we man. We was talking finna, so much yeah, shit. we ain't finna get full off this expensive-ass shit, man. Damn, we ate that shit. We was full. We was full And it was fucking Great, and we had enough to take some back with yeah. us. But we, when that food first came out, we was like, "What the what fuck? What the fuck is this? What are we? What is this?" Yeah, I don't know if it was that same one. Talk about a bed of rice. It's a cot of rice. <laughs> I don't know if it was that same one, but it was the one where we went to go play bingo, and I had curly hair, and because uh, my hair is always different, but I had you know. Uh, crochets in had curly hair we had it was like the lunar bingo okay that's the one we ended up going to i think we went to of course we went to dinner beforehand and then we mm-hmm. played bingo that was one of my favorite ones and also when we went to the expensive room 
where they ended up upgrading mm. us. And we went to that expensive room and I had took some pictures and you went in a shower with your nice round rump roast. Damn, do we always, not because I was thinking that's, that's what we was going to do this weekend, but damn, do, are we basic? Do we always do the same thing? Well, we do what we like. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not, we're not doing this to impress nobody else. We like to go play bingo. We like to eat at the buffets. And that's what, that's what we like to do. Buffet with the crab legs. Shit. And the only thing we would have did that were different, we would have went to the beach. Yeah. But yeah, so that one when we had that expensive room and it was like the, what, the, I don't know, we was at the top mm-hmm. of the thing. We overlooked the city. And, and it was just so, it was, it was so dope. That so, shower was great. I love that shower. The overhead shower. <laughs> Man. So, yeah. Yes. So, yes. So, those were some of our uh, great anniversaries, our staycations that we went to. Yep. But it has been a pleasure. Nine years, some up, some down, some, you know, hard times. Some breakups, some infidelities, some, you know, a lot of good times, smiles, being together. But I would not trade you in for the world. It's worth it, especially with the person that you are now. But I and I, I, I would trade you for the world, but that would be only to give you the world. <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. I think I just got a too fake. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, um, before we leave, uh, we want to plug ourselves. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please let us know, email us at for better or worse podcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on Instagram at underscore for better or worse underscore, uh, hit Z up on Instagram at official underscore novels underscore by Z or by underscore Z. So pretty much official novels by Z underscore in between everything. Um, and it hit me up at VA underscore verse on Instagram. Um, I've been feeling like we should make a Facebook page, but I've been feeling like we shouldn't. Like, I don't think so. Yeah. But I mean, for the most part, just hit us up at the Instagram and the, um, and the Gmail. Yeah. Just let us know if you guys have any topics that you want to discuss or if you want us to talk about certain things, just let us know or if you're enjoying it because we definitely appreciate you guys and we see you guys tuning in. So we definitely appreciate y'all mm-hmm. listening to our craziness, our crazy stories. Big shout out to the family, Daniel and Tita. Their podcast starts next week. June 1st. June 1st. Interested in... Uh, no, not that. This next week, this week, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, June first. Yeah, whatever so, that is. <laughs> uh, really excited to see what they about to bring with their podcast and all of the uh, their other co stars that are on the podcast with them. We want to have them on soon, but man, I, we promise you guys, we're gonna get a couple. We're gonna get another couple on. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get another couple on. We're gonna figure out a couple. We're gonna get a couple on this weekend. We promise you guys. So. And, and of course, we always got to shout out what's in your cup yes. with Folk, Ricky T, and Lady Tay. They just um, had an episode talking about abortions and stuff like that. I think I'm going to check that out tomorrow morning. Yeah, because you're not stupid ass laws that people yeah. want to be passing. But yeah, so, and I mean, we'll definitely have our collab with them. Uh, we want to do some collabs with uh, Trilogy and also his wife, uh, Andrea. Andrea. Mm-hmm. I always call her Andrea for some reason. It's Andrea. I know. I oh, said, you said Andrea. Yeah. Oh. 
uh, with Andrea. Then we also want to do Andrea, with but... Ray and Sean, which is my brother and my sister-in-law. And we want to have uh, Danielle and Tita on. So we have Kurt, a couple Kurt people. Kurt and Yes. We want to have, we do have a couple people that we, yeah, you know. We, got a lot. Have. we need to book like, we need to book like three couples one day and just go and be up there all day. Just podcast of the podcast of podcast and then boom. Yeah, Three weeks I wonder if I'll stop talking at that point. Am I talking too bad? Sometimes I'm long when as a shit. I just be like, I we'll damn. We'll see where you at. We'll see where you at because I be doing that. You be podcast doing after podcast. We'll see where you at. See where you at. Whatever. Where your stamina at? <laughs> anyway, stamina at. Anyway, to we appreciate. You better tell these people that I'm about to be all up in it. I'm not telling you people not just, Yeah, right. You know what? Your boy be talking all this shit because what happened? I'm about to cut your mic off. I'm about to cut your mic off. Let me see if the thing moves. What happened the last time you was over there talking shit? Your ass went slam to sleep. To sleep. Talking I was tired, damn it. No, you want to talk all that shit we on the podcast? We are over. We are okay. over. We are over because you over there. We over the limit. You be all up in nothing but them sleeping. You drool on your pillow. Don't play. Don't try to act like to these people that you about to be tanned ass up when you about to be steady. So don't talk shit. Oh, so I don't tear that ass up no more. Nope. I just sleep. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're like, damn, no. y'all hear that podcast? He said, Tori, don't tear it up at all. All that nigga do is sleep. I didn't say that. What up, no. y'all? What up, sleepy ass verse? <laughs> sleepy ass nigga. I don't be sleep like that. That's not what right. I'm saying. That's not right. what I'm saying. I'm just saying the last time he I was talking too. shit, he went to sleep. She I'm not forever. saying that he don't be tearing it up on the regular. They know that's neither here nor there. That's not in your business. See, now y'all being nosy. I'm saying mm. is, is that last time he wanted to be up being talking shit in front of company, he went to sleep. Mm. So, our podcast is starting to get. Well, this one's shorter than before, but when we went two hours, some change last time. So I know. But thank you guys for coming over. We definitely appreciate you. We hope to hear from you soon. That's a big fact. Damn, did my phone die? My phone died. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, in that case, we're signing out of here. I am VA Verse. Across from me is my elegant, wonderful, curly haired, smiling as usual, wife Z. And you guys are listening to For Better or Worse. Bye Catch y'all next time. No outro. Fuck y'all. That is so mean. Don't say that to them.